Do people question your existence because you've barely left your home since March? Are you just really good at staying indoors and avoiding people in general? Well, you might be a cryptid. Come hang out with us. Hey everybody, I'm your co-host Lar. And I'm your co-host Lena. Welcome to the Cryptid Clubhouse, a friendly podcast for friends. Yay! Yay. I, I love right. how we've started doing this. We say yay every time after we've introduced it because we're so <laughs> proud of ourselves. Because we made it through. <laughs> we made it through the introduction. The first, uh, the first, the first hurdle to the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, because so, we're, we're conquering the nerves. So every time that we succeed, we're like, yes. It is funny how nerve wracking introducing a podcast is. You would think that we had never made a podcast before. <laughs> you would think, yeah, you would think we've never spoken into microphones before yeah. Um, and said what our names are. Um, it's a lot, evidently. Who knew? Apparently. Uh, how are you today? Hanging in there. I'm, I'm glad that we're hanging out. I think it's going to mm-hmm. make life feel very sparkly and A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> how are you doing? I am not doing super hot. But again, likewise, I'm really, I'm really proud of myself and of us for pushing through and, and going ahead and doing this, uh, even though it might not be, you know, what our perfectionist standards uh, would hold ourselves to. Uh, I think, I think it's, I'm excited. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah. No, I think just showing up sometimes is mm-hmm. more than enough. Mm-hmm. That's well, and you know, that's the thing. Like as a perfectionist, right? That yep. you always want to be giving a hundred percent, and it's like you know what? Sometimes just giving that twenty-five is fine. Exactly, and you know what? Like, I mean, this is a friendly podcast for friends. Exactly. And who says that you have to be like on your best? I was about to say best behavior. <laughs> <laughs> like, who says that you have to show up? perfect for your friends right like mm-hmm. we can all just be ourselves and be comfy and well that's real friendship right there isn't it the exactly. people that you're you're okay not not being okay around yeah so mm-hmm. let's uh let's kick it off yeah let's 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 kick this little out let's mm, gonna mix some metaphors right there push that little baby bird right on out of the nest that's a dark <laughs> one <laughs> <laughs> it is I'm not mm-hmm. really sure if that's even, like, applicable. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm not going to get yeah. stuck on that one. No. Okay. Uh, so, first, first order of business. Mm. I have a slight, I feel like the word correction might be a little harsh, so I'm going to say clarification. Uh, or addendum is also another fancy one. Mm. Clarification? Nope, clarification. Clarification, okay, okay. From our from our previous episode, mm. uh, we were talking about Elric Stormbringer. Ah, mm-hmm. And we were kind of likening it to Tolkien's Lord of the Rings series, mm. and you had mentioned, uh, I had asked, like, the time period of, of when they were written, and, and you thought that they were contemporaries, and you said that uh, Lord of the Rings was written in the 60s. Mm. And I felt like that was incorrect. It mm-hmm. just seemed really late to me, mm-hmm. but I was not sure, so I was like, I'm just gonna look that up later to make sure Mm -hmm. yes as one does yes so if anybody cares (laughs) (laughs) um lord of the rings was actually the 1950s Mm. like early 1950s um and the hobbit was actually written in 1937 and i think that was the date that i had stuck in my head Mm -hmm. 
a little, a bit, little earlier. bit earlier. Um, cause I, and I also double checked the Elric Stormbringer books and the novelettes mm-hmm. and novellas were in the 1960s. Mm. Uh, but the original first novel was not until 1972. Mm-hmm. So they're actually 20 years apart. Would that make them yeah. two separate generations? I don't know. Yeah, that's a really good question too, right? And then that brings in questions of like how we separate literature. You know, like if you compare like the 1820s and the 1840s, they were like, oh yeah, this is the same time period. But then if you compare like the 1940s and the 1960s is not the same time period. Very, you know? very different feelings going on, very different world yes, events. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Michael Moorcock's still alive, evidently. How old would he be? I'm getting out my phone. For people oh, yeah. who are on the, because like I can't. What? Okay, seriously, question though. What did people do before they had phones and the internet? Like, I did have they just no idea? Would you just say like, hmm, I wonder when Michael Moorcock was born? Oh well, I'll never know. I mean, obviously, I'm old enough to have lived in a house that did not have internet as he, a child. Likewise, he was born on the 18th of December, 1939. So the Hobbit is older than him. Indeed, indeed, indeed. indeed. Yes, interesting. Yes. I mm-hmm. I know this is probably not relevant to more than a handful <laughs> of our of our listeners, but I don't know. My brain went on like a massive tangent with it, and I mm-hmm. I needed to know. Yes, well, it was an it was an important uh, clarification to point out. You know, we wouldn't want anyone being confused. Well, yeah, anything. and then if we ever figure out the definition of like a generation (laughs) right that might completely change if they were contemporaries or not that's well that's true although i i I had i definitely have seen them described as contemporaries and now i'm like but that might be false right these literary analyses that i was reading may have lied to me which then opens up a whole can of worms because what else were they lying about probably a lot of things probably a lot yeah, yeah just a, just a little little tidbit i wanted to share with people if they were listening to our last episode and mm-hmm. like got their 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 bees in a bonnet mm-hmm. <laughs> like lena no that's not true <laughs> she's wrong she's talking about things she doesn't know anything about again yeah. guys we did warn you that that was going to be the case that's the thing yeah well i also we, we offered a disclaimer <laughs> i also think too in the are you smarter than I might be wrong about this and I'm talking straight out of my butt right now so I could be wrong but um I'm I also think too in the are you smarter than a fifth grader it it sort of implied that the um explorer was the first satellite in orbit it Mm -hmm. wasn't it was the first U.S. satellite in orbit Right, right. Because that yeah, because be, Russia yeah. managed to get one up before we did. Yeah, yeah. But I just I don't know. The whole, I think I think the space race is hilarious mm-hmm. because the the U.S. and the Soviets were like, let's see who can get stuff up in space first, and then that proves stuff. And then the Soviets are like, okay, cool, we did it first. And the U.S. is like, oh, that's not what we meant. We meant a person. Yes. And the Soviets were like, okay, cool, we got a person up there. And they're like, ah, no, we meant the moon. We meant the first person to step on the moon. We won. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. <laughs> I just that's, mm-hmm. that's just very funny to me. Uh, it's like a pissing contest, but mm-hmm. space edition. Mm-hmm. Yes, pissing contest colon the space edition. <laughs> Is that the title of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have any anything that you wanted to add to that before we move on to the next? I thing? don't. I don't think so. I think that's 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 it. No thoughts head empty from me today. That's quite all right. I talk a lot for someone who has no thoughts in their head. But like, I mean. Whatever. <laughs> it's because I'm scared of silence. Me too, actually. I get mistaken for being an extrovert a lot because I can't let 
awkward silences happen when mm-hmm. i'm with people because i'm like mm-hmm. no they're gonna know that i'm not normal yeah oh no i think i feel like a lot of people are surprised that i'm an introvert and it's like mm, no it's social anxiety is what it is mm-hmm. 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 so we're gonna we're gonna move on to some questions yes. i have my little deck of cards with random questions on it right here so hey lena i have yeah. a question for you oh yeah right <laughs> what is the best thing you ever waited for um the best thing i ever waited for well i mean i've had to wait for some pretty good sushi <laughs> um yeah We're well currently still waiting for that it's currently still waiting for that um i mean if you want to get like sappy i waited a very long time to get cats i really wanted cats mm-hmm. um so my parents lied to me they were like <laughs> yeah when we move you can get a cat and then so we moved out to like a little like farm it so we have like a barn and stuff and so we have uh two barn cats and then so then my mom was like well why do you want another cat you already have two cats i'm like Mm -hmm. no mom they're the barn cats they live outside those are not my cats well jokes on your mom Uh uh-huh yeah so funny so coco and puff are our barn cats they're actually um they're actually litter mates um and we had assumed that they had been fixed because of the person that we got them from is someone who would fix their cats. Anyway, turns out they were not fixed um, because uh, about a month after we got the cats, it was like, hmm, Coco's looking looking a little chubby. Wonder mm-hmm. what's going on with that. Coco mm-hmm. got knocked up mm-hmm. and had three three kittens in our basement on my brother's birthday, actually. so Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're so cute. They're my babies. They're all grown up now, though. They are. They're all very grown up now. But but yeah. So that's probably the best thing. The best thing I've had to wait for. So what? What is the thing that you waited for? Well, I was thinking. <laughs> so, <laughs> my my brain is like really interesting today because like my initial my initial answer was like you know there have been times that I had to like pre order a book and wait like <laughs> months before I got the book and it was uh-huh. like you know, really exciting. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, wait, I also have had two children and I've had to wait <laughs> an entire pregnancy for both of them. That's probably a better answer. So guys, if you're listening to this in the future, mommy uh, does love you, I promise. <laughs> but mommy also really likes books. I do. I'm kind of obsessed with books, which we have mentioned. That's hilarious. But- that's very. It's yeah. a very on brand answer. Yeah, both of that. I mean, both of them. It's yeah. pretty appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, do you want to do another one? Yeah, sure. Let's do another one. How would you live differently right now if you were immortal? I would. Uh, honestly, I would spend a lot more time just like watching TV and reading books. Like honestly, like all the stuff that you feel like, oh, I don't have time to do that. Like, yeah, that's what I do. Um, can we go along with the assumption that like every like. Our close people are also immortal. Sure. Because, like, I also was instantly like, oh, I finally have time to read everything uh-huh. and watch everything. And then I was like, but wait, I don't want to miss out time with, like, my little family mm-hmm. and my dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, well, for, for, for the purposes of this thought experiment, sure. Yes. Okay. Okay. What would I do? I feel yeah. like this is supposed to have some sort of, like, big, like, oh, wow, you know, I would, like, I don't know, do something really cool and, like, whatever. 
but invent something yeah or like and maybe if it was like a situation that like you were immortal and also to like you couldn't be killed you'd be like oh i like go like do all these like cool cool things like jump (laughs) off cliffs and like whatever and for us it's just kind of like i watch tv and read books yeah i really want to get through all these tv series that i've not been able to get through what else would i do i'd probably sleep i really could stand to catch up on some sleep it's it's been a few years guys (laughs) it would be pretty great to be able to just like sleep and then not feel like oh you know i've got all this stuff i gotta do yep yeah the only downside as i'm thinking about it with like the whole like books and tv thing you never catch up though right because there would always be something new that would be coming out that you'd be like oh man i gotta gotta watch this gotta read this Mm -hmm. so it would just be like syphius the rock Pushing the rock uphill. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I forget his name, but I know who you're talking about. Something like that, yeah. I mean, I feel like, though, if you if you were that that large of a consumer of media, though, you would eventually really hone your tastes. You probably would be a really good judge of a book cover and mm-hmm. knowing that, like, I don't want to read that one, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's or, like, true. that TV show is not for me. Mm-hmm. That, you know, that right there... I think is something that I really wish that we more as a society would get away from this idea that it's like a bad thing to not finish books. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I feel very strongly about. And it's something that's actually like killing me right now in my grad program. Cause I have to read these books that I don't like. Right. Um, but it's just like, if you don't like a book, stop reading it. Then don't finish it. You know? Well, do we want to move on to some recipes? Sure. Some recipes. Yes. So this will probably be a short segment because I feel like you're very good at this. <laughs> so, all right. It's so fun, though. Once again, once again, we have our to remind to remind our listeners. Um, so basically what's going to happen is I'm going to read the ingredients of a recipe and then Lar is going to try to guess what the recipe is. Um, yes. And then I have three of them. And then if we just do like amazingly good, um, then I'm I have a recipe roulette so it'll just give me a completely random recipe um I'm and very interested in that yeah yeah <laughs> so we'll see well you have to, you have to get through the um it's like the semi-final first before you can get to the to the the roulette which is that's like the the final okay so the first one i have this is probably too easy but um god i hate recipe websites okay so this one uh I'm going to read the major ingredient last because it's going to give it away. Okay. Um, one whole egg, one quarter cup salted butter, one quarter cup all-purpose flour, two and a half cups. Can I pause you for one second? Yes. Are you saying one and a quarter cup? No. So one, just one quarter cup. One dash, one slash four cup. I'm with you. Which seems like not a lot. Uh, however, this one is two and a half cups whole milk. Two tispa, t- teaspoons, heaping, <laughs> dry mustard, more if desired. We're making a frittata or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> one, <laughs> one pound cheese, such as cheddar, jack, and or f- fontina, which I don't know what that is. Grated. Uh, one half teaspoon salt, more to taste. Are we making mac and cheese? Yes. How did you guess mac and cheese? 
Because I was thinking of the sauce that you make for your noodles. Uh Uh-huh. You're so smart. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I didn't say macaroni, because it's four cups dried macaroni. Okay. Which would have given it away. Um, Yeah, you made it almost to the end. The salt, basically, ground pepper, optional spices, cayenne pepper, paprika, and or thyme. Yeah, no, well done. I'm impressed. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) If we ever switch, I'm just going to be like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Pasta. All right. So next one, we have three boneless, skinless chicken breasts, one onion, thinly sliced, three bell peppers, thinly sliced, two tablespoons olive oil, half of a lime. We are making fajitas. We are making fajitas. Yes. That one was too easy. Um, I mean, yeah, a little bit. I should have started with the fajita seasoning. (laughs) But yeah, so yay, two for two. All right. Now this one... Might be a little tricky because it's, okay. it's kind of a, a variation on a theme. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this one. <clears throat> I'm, I'm cracking my, my knuckles yes. proverbially. Yes. What? Crack- Proverbial. Dang <laughs> <laughs> uh, <dang> it. <laughs> crack, cracking your brain guys, knuckles. Guys, I'm really slurring my words today. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, we're, we're both struggling, but we're here. That's what counts. All right. So, uh, first ingredient, two tablespoons unsalted butter, 90 grams pecans, roughly chopped. How do you say that? Is it pecans? Pecans? I say pecans. I say pecans, but I guess you can also say pecans. Pecans. Depending on where you live. Where I lived in England, they said pecans, which is what always... Well, we're American, so we Yeah, it just... So I always get like, how is it supposed to be said? But then every time I say Pecan, pecan. <laughs> it's such a weird word. Yep. <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> English was a mistake. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 90 grams. Pecans, pecans, roughly chopped. Salt to taste. Uh, 360 milliliters double or heavy cream. 240 milliliters milk. 180 milliliters pure maple syrup. One tablespoon smooth peanut butter. Five large egg yolks one to two teaspoons vanilla extract i can start reading you the instructions if you'd like that's all the ingredients that's all the ingredients so we have pecans ice cream it is ice cream (laughs) okay yay that one was a little tricky wasn't it it was a little bit tricky because like at first i thought maybe it was like some sort of dessert like a like a pecan pie mm-hmm. or something and then you said peanut butter which threw me off the peanut butter threw me a little and then it was like a lot of liquid and then there's mm-hmm. like nothing to make a crust mm-hmm. so i was like well what do you do with that much like milk and cream oh ice cream duh technically the the um the recipe title is salted pecan and maple ice cream you want to try a random one Yes, please. I don't know what this is, so we'll we'll see what happens. We'll experience it together, as friends do. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. I'll read the main ingredient last. Three tablespoons mustard powder, 100 grams dark brown soft sugar, half of a lemon, one whole salmon fillet. Fillet. We're making salmon. We are making salmon. How did you guess? <sighs> I'm a genius. You did such a good job. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I had to to work really hard on that. Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. 
Mm, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I will, actually. 1.35 kilograms butternut squash, halved and seeded, 3 teaspoons vegetable oil, 1 half of a teaspoon salt, 50 grams unsalted butter, 2 tablespoons finely chopped garlic, 4 tablespoons plain flour, 1 liter milk, salt and ground black pepper to taste. Making soup. Uh, no, actually. Uh, hmm. 25 milliliters double cream. This is going to well, this is going to give it away in a second. 100 grams finely grated Parmesan cheese. Making a pasta bake. And nine lasagna sheets. It nice. is roast butternut squash lasagna, which is interesting to me because maybe I'm wrong about this. I thought lasagna had to have ricotta cheese in it. That that was like, I mean, traditionally, yes, it has ricotta cheese and your sauce and in layers. Mm-hmm. But lasagna is also a noodle, like that's the name mm. of the noodle. So I guess as long as yes. you're using that noodle and the you noodle. have it in layers. Mm. It still counts as a lasagna. Yeah. See, I'd I'd eat this one. I I do not like ricotta cheese. I think I think the the butternut squash lasagna sounds really yeah, good. Yeah, I think I'm actually like, mm, I don't know, maybe save I've actually, recipe. I've made something very similar, uh, but instead of lasagna noodles, I used just like penne or like whatever mm. I had on hand and made sure to put it back in the oven mm-hmm. to get like crispy on the top. And mm. yeah, it's actually really good. I I I love me a good squash. Mm-hmm. Me too. It's a versatile. Did I ever tell you that mm. apparently? I mean, I still love squash, but when I was a a wee a wee babe, I uh-huh. loved squash so much that I actually ate enough to turn yellow. <laughs> That's adorable. I think yeah. I knew this, but I forgot, and I'm so glad you told me again. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome. But yeah, do we want to do one more? Uh, Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Oh, oh, this is interesting. Okay. They mixed, they missed out on something. I'm assuming it's supposed to be oil. It says one liter for frying. One liter. Okay. One liter for, of what? Okay. Water. Water. Water, water for deep frying. Uh, AKA boiling. <laughs> you know what? I was literally just about to be like, could you fry something in water? No, no, <laughs> Lena, you cannot. That is actually just boiling it. It's Sorry. Boiling. I'm going to start calling boiling water frying from now on. Okay. Um, I'm just going to like, wait, 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 we should like awkwardly change the name. Like, I'm just going to wet fry these potatoes. <laughs> wet fry. Oh, God, that's nasty. <laughs> I hate that so much. Thank you. <laughs> You're anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so one, one liter for deep frying. Okay. Eight, eight slices of white bread, crusts removed and cut into four squares. Four tablespoons cashews. Four tablespoons flaked almonds. Two tablespoons pistachio nuts. One, uh, 300 milliliters whole milk. Five tablespoons evaporated milk. Uh, 150 grams castor sugar. One teaspoon ground cardamom. And one pinch saffron. I'm not sure what this is called, but it sounds delicious. Doesn't it? Um, let's see. Is it like some sort of like sweet fried dough thing with all the stuff inside? It's an Indian bread pudding. Um, and you're supposed to uh, fry the bread slices, 
um, and then you fry the, the all of the nuts together until they're golden brown, and you set them aside, and then you basically mix the milk and the evaporated milk, add all of the spices, um, and then you put the fried bread pieces in a shallow dish, lay them out, pour the milk mixture over it, and uh, put the put the nuts on top. That sounds really good. It sounds do really you, good. Do you bake it again, like, after it's in the pan? Nope. It's just, you're supposed to chill it in the refrigerator until it's oh, completely okay. cold, so it kind of, like, all sets together. Who knew that this segment would actually help well, us? Well, you know, that's actually one of <laughs> the sort things of, to eat. The fun thing about, like, the random recipes, like, yeah, like, about half of them is just kind of, like, sausages and green beans. Put them on a plate. Yay. Um, mm-hmm. But then the other one's like, oh, what's this? I never would have thought to make that. Well, on that delicious note. I love that. Mm-hmm. That was a great segue. Thank Applause. you. Applause. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's like I, I make a podcast sometimes. Yeah. I mean, we try. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's 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 it for us for today. Yeah. Well. Thank you for hanging out with me. Mm-hmm. And thanks to everybody else for hanging out with us, too. Likewise. Because we're not doing our uh, sponsorship uh, placeholder segment this week, just to give a real quick message, a shout out to our Patreon. Uh, if you would like to help support this show and the other shows that we make, uh, well, shows to be someday, <laughs> right now, other show, <laughs> singular, don't get too excited, guys. Um, you can visit us at patreon.com slash talking fish. Um, we have all sorts of exclusive rewards and we have tiers starting at as low as one dollar a month so yeah check that out at patreon.com slash talking fish and if you ever want to say hi to us on social media you can find us on all of those good platforms at talking fish cast was there something else there was lena has a correction that she would like to make from from last episode i do i do there was a terrible horrific error that was made that i feel very very bad about you, sh- you should because it is it is almost unforgivable it, it really is i forgot to say last week mothman thinks you're special and he loves you very much see i should say it twice that was for last week now for mm-hmm. this week for real one, this one more. time once more yes. mothman thinks you're special and he loves you very much beautiful thank sorry, you mothman. yeah sorry mothman i still love you very much 